Mobley and Josh on Denver's Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. Uh, what day are we are on Thursdays we talked to Mike Kliss quick audible had to come up into quarter number two usually chat with him in our fourth and final quarter but our nine news Broncos insider brought to you by fitness gallery joining us on the hotline right now uh Chris Adam Schefter was on the radio station earlier this morning with Schlereth and Evans Matt Smith sitting in for Mike he talked about what was on the table Adam Schefter reported that the Broncos had a third and a fifth for Jerry Judy, uh, but apparently that was not good enough. Are you hearing those same things, and why was that not good enough? I heard they, I heard they wanted a third and a fifth for Judy. So that, that wasn't, uh, you know, they wanted the equivalent of a second rounder, equivalent of a second rounder, and uh, they didn't get it. A third and a fifth would have been the equivalent of a second rounder, and. Um, so they they didn't get that. That's that's the way I understood it. So oh, so you're saying that that's not accurate? That they didn't get offered a third and a fifth? You know, it's funny. I heard about the third and the fifth, but I heard that's what the Broncos were hoping for. Okay. So, mm. um, they were wanting the equivalent of a second. Do you think they would have yeah. done that, Mike? If 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 that was offered to them, you think they would have moved uh, Judy for a third and a fifth? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because um, uh, on top of that, on top of that deal, um, you have uh, the thirteen million that he's due next year. Yes. You know, with the fifth year option, and that would have gone with the team that they traded to. So, plus it would have opened up uh, some with some mems. Yes. But absent a second round pick for Jerry Judy, uh, they decided not to do the deal. That's the way I understood it. Okay, um, Mike. Was there any was there any other trades that could have been um, close, or uh, any other names that you heard that uh, that people were um, calling about? Yeah, they, there was interest in Sertan, um, but you know they they weren't wanting to trade him, and obviously there wasn't a deal to to blow him away on that. You know, I, I don't know what the deal was. I heard there was some interest in Lloyd Cushenberry. Mm. which uh, makes sense when you consider he's a free agent after this season. And uh, I'm not sure the Broncos are going to be able to sign him because they've already given big money to McGlinchey, big money to Powers. Uh, They're paying big money to Bowles, who's still under contract for next year. So you have to make a decision there. And then Quinn Miners is going to come up uh, next year. So you can't pay everyone. One reason why McGlinchey was available with the 49ers is the 49ers are already paying Trent Brown uh, big, you know, top of the market. And you can't pay everyone top of the market. So they'll have an interesting decision on Cushenberry after this season. Mike, when it comes to what the team actually is, I, I believe they're sending the message to Broncos country that they think they can win right now with this current roster. Is that the message that they're sending to fans by not making any deals? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's twofold. Um, it's, that's 50% of it. And the other 50% is, uh, you know, no one, you know, they're in a position where they need first and second round picks. They got enough five, uh, fifth round picks. They got enough uh, sixth, and, you know, uh, I think they've got a third round pick, maybe two. What, what they need is first and second round picks. Cause those are the ones that they gave up. And, um, you know, for Russell Wilson and for Sean Payton, they gave up three first and three seconds in the last two years. 
And so those were the picks they needed, and those picks weren't coming back for their players. Now, I'm sure a first-round pick would have come back for Patrick Sertan. You know, I don't know, but um, in a, in a Patrick Sertan case, you got to get two first-round picks probably uh, because that's what Jalen Ramsey got a couple of years ago. And, you know, as we saw from the market, this trade market, I, I thought the trade market, it was real obvious to me, guys, that it's a little early in a 17-game schedule. They haven't made that adjustment. Some teams have all, uh, you know, there's about 10 teams out there have only played seven games. You know, you're three and four, you're four and three. What are you? You don't know yet. And so, uh, you know, your season can still go either way with those type of records. So it, it just seemed like uh, teams were reluctant to give up. Uh, you know, th- there wasn't a big pool. The Eagles were about the only team, that, uh, you know, in Washington a little bit that was doing any dealing. Uh, Washington kind of gave up on, you know, they're, what, they three and five, and they decided to go ahead and play for next year or the year after. And the Eagles uh, got Kevin Bayard for only a fifth and a sixth. So I think that's where the uh, market, market was uh, uh, depressed a little bit. Mike, uh, Marvin Mims, what's going on with him? It seems like I'm seeing him less and less, and I thought I would see him more and more um, as the season progressed. Uh, Any update on him and why it just feels like he's not been a big part of the game plans? Yeah, he's out there. He he does get his uh, snaps. His snaps are up there uh, consistently, but you're right, the targets are down, almost non-existent. And uh, I don't know what the answer is. That was that was one of the things. That was one of the uh, reasons why Judy was on the you know was out there for on the trading block if someone would give them the offer that they wanted. But um, <clears throat> you know to make room for Mims to start using Mims. Um, you know I I don't know. Maybe there was a few times uh, he was targeted and Russ didn't see him. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what the answer is, but so far they've only used them in two ways, either on the deep go route or uh, something behind the line of scrimmage where they try to set up a screen for them. Um, th- those are really the only two routes we've seen from them here in the last five, six weeks. Mike, Chris, our guests, our Broncos insider from Nine News. All right, Chris, with the bye week now, uh, the Broncos are going to come back, try to get on track, stay on track against the Bills on Monday night, but... What does one Mike Cliss do on a bye week? Some beach, international man of mystery. What are you doing, Cliss? I am, uh, you know, I'm going to, uh, my wife and I, it kind of coincides with my wife and I uh, anniversary. So oh. we're going, we're going to another town in Colorado, not too far away, uh, within a couple hours. You never know. Um, you can't stray too far on bye weeks. Uh <laughs> One time uh, I did that, and John Fox, uh, you know, collapsed on a putting green in North Carolina, oh. and that uh, kind of changed that that changed things. So you always have to be on guard. But uh, my wife and I are going to try to get away for you know a nice dinner somewhere else out of town. Okay, okay, there you go. Beautiful facilities yeah. up in Northland, Cliss. If I can, if I can recommend something, uh, just head <laughs> We're up. We're going the way. other way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mike, always great stuff, man. We appreciate you making time for us every Thursday, and enjoy a little bit of downtime. Thanks, Mike. 
All right. Thanks, guys. There he is. Mike Cliss with us right there, joining us every single Thursday, thanks to Fitness Gallery. All right. It's lunchtime coming up. Let's reset the big stuff that's going on. Uh, talk about what Mike Cliss just had to say. How real or unreal is this third and fifth conversation about Jerry Judy? That's coming up next.